0: Good morning, Crossroads. Great to uh, see see everybody and to be here this morning. Um, it's a joy to uh, come up and, and share in uh, this part of the, the service with you. It's uh, always great to be uh, in the Word. Um, let's see. So it's a busy uh, season for many of us with um, school start, uh, various events and things going on. Um, it's a pretty exciting weekend, I have to admit, for myself. Um, it's a uh, sports are, are starting up, and um, I think it's NFL preseason uh, uh, today. Um, I'm a big fan, as many of you know, of, um, of soccer, the, the other football, and uh, a big fan of, um, of the, the Arsenal uh, soccer team. So I was, reading, I was reading in the news and uh, saw something pretty cool, and uh, just sort of excited me further. Uh, a headline here uh, related to uh, to Arsenal, sensational, how Jesus is lifting standards at, at Arsenal. I thought, okay, I've got to to pause my my preaching prep and and, and read this article. Of course, it's uh, it's uh, it wasn't about Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It's about Gabriel uh, Jesus, who is a uh, uh, one of the forwards um, on the Arsenal club. But that got me uh, uh, thinking a little bit more, and just curious about uh, uh, about the club. And it turns out that um, several of the the players on uh, on Arsenal are believers, are Christians. Um, this person, uh, uh, Jesus, is um, uh, number number nine. He was number 33 at Manchester City, uh, which is pretty much the the best team in, in England or Europe, and. Um, he wears or wore 33 uh, to honor Christ, who was 33 when he went to the cross. Um, and we've been singing about this. Another that um, uh, is, is more relevant to uh, today is um, uh, Bukayo Saka. He is another one of the, uh, the forwards uh, on the team. And um, he's 20 years old, uh, plays in the Premier League, born um, in this century. And it turns out he's a uh, believer uh, this is um, uh, a neat article. I grew up in a Christian family, Christian family, who, be, uh, who believes strongly in God, um, he writes. This always made me curious to get to know God more, and I've done so by reading my Bible a lot and going to church a lot over the years. It's kind of fun. He's an um, uh, uh, immigrant family from Nigeria, moves to London, um, goes to school, grows up in this family, and uh, ends up um, uh, playing soccer. Uh, so there's, there's more. Um, I just have faith in God that wherever he takes me, he's going to deliver. He's going to provide and be there for me, uh, Sokka said. And then um, uh, when we were growing up, we were taught by our parents to have faith in God, Sokka recently told um, uh, GQ England in his interview. And when you're younger, you don't fully understand. But throughout life, you keep exercising your faith so that when you get into different challenges, you decide. This time, I'm going to trust God. And God comes through for you. That's how, that's how it kept building and building for me so that I can be confident and go into places knowing that God's got me. Um, pretty cool. Uh, this is a, uh, one of the uh, uh, biggest athletes, most, um, uh, whatever, these stars uh, worldwide. And it turns out he's a believer and that he gets to um, do his soccer, but then also be uh, uh, a spokesman for, for God. And then how does this all come about? it's got something to do um, uh, probably probably with his uh, family and his upbringing. Um, So uh, we'll get into that uh, later today. Um, All right, so uh, uh, Colossians. um, As we get into this, uh, please turn in your Bibles to Colossians chapter 3. We'll be starting in verse 18. Here's an outline of where we are. Uh, This is the 15th Sermon this summer on Colossians. Um, So we're uh, heading towards um, uh, completion of this. We have uh, a few more. This is 15 of of 18 or so. And uh, it's uh, remarkable um, just what uh, uh, Paul has written, what God has written to this church at Colossae. Um, uh, Goes through and uh, gives thanks to the church. Remember, he's got this relationship with, um, with people with this church. And uh, and thanks them and, uh, and commends them, and then it goes into just a wonderful, um, uh, uh, just a description, a instruction, and in teaching on who Christ is, how he is um, uh, supreme, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, uh, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Just a remarkable. Um, uh, connects connects uh, them and connects us to uh, to Christ and of course Christ is central to uh, to everything uh, right uh, encourages them um, uh, talks uh, gets personal about his ministry with uh, with the Colossians and then and uh, heading through chapter two gets into more instruction and more teaching he's dealing with perhaps false teaching that's going on in the church and addresses that uh, moves into Chapter three, with um, uh, with an, a general encouragement, and that's that's where we are from um, uh, in, in chapter three, verse eighteen. Um, Let's see. So, uh, chapter three. Uh, great to um, uh, to hear from Kirk over the last few weeks, and uh, Paul's been writing about the church family, about relationships. Um, in and around uh, the church. And so just, just imagine uh, the context. Um, we have uh, individuals, people um, like like you and me, who have uh, been born again, who have this new life in Christ. And um, this is also the early church, but trying to figure out what that means, and then they find themselves in community with each other uh, in the church. And so Paul writes to them about, um, uh, about that. It's... Um, uh, uh, some some from the last few weeks. We're living a new life in Christ. We've been buried and raised with him, and our lives are now hidden uh, with him. Uh, there's this connection to Christ, again, um, gazing uh, uh, of the gaze of the soul, remember, and how we are to put um, uh, our focus on on Christ and how that impacts us, um, how that transforms us, the, the transformed life and how we're transformed as believers, not only in our um, relationship to God, which was non-existent and now is being born again, it's transformed relationships with, um, with each other. Uh, the corporate life in the body of believers, and then um, transformation and renewal. I thought it was fun. Uh, last week, Kirk um, uh, makes a, a, a point or an application point. Um, let's look at a picture of what this would look like in our lives as the children of God seeking him and living in Christian community. So I thought it was fun uh, to put up a, a picture. Of course, um, uh, there we're talking about uh, not just Sunday morning, um, but Christian community is through the week. It's it's um, it's um, it, in our homes. It's um, it's with our small groups and with our friends. Um, but this is a uh, just a fun picture of of crossroads um, one uh, Sunday morning around Christmas time. And uh, again, just to consider, um, this picture uh, captures a lot, doesn't it? It's individuals who have come to Christ. It's people that are um, that have new life in Christ, are in relationship with each other, and uh, find themselves in um, uh, in community. So now, uh, moving uh, moving ahead, we go through uh, perhaps um, uh, an abrupt uh, change from uh, from the Christian fam- from the, the, the church family to uh, the physical family or the uh, what I call the Christian family. And we'll get into that um, uh, in, these, uh, in these verses. Um, so, again, uh, turn with me uh, or uh, um, uh, navigate in your Bibles to Colossians 3, and we'll be in and reading verses 18 to 21. Um, I'll start a little bit earlier uh, just to give us some context. I, I don't want to uh, take away from the sense that Paul's is really uh, taking this, this change But really, uh, this immediate context is is helpful. I'll start around verse 14. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you, richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, With thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Verse 18 Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. And fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Uh, this is the, the word of the Lord. I have uh, here all four verses um, in our section, and it's uh, really important that we, that we consider it this way. Um, as we get into this, you're going to see, uh, first of all, that this text, these verses, are fairly um, straightforward. It's, uh, it's pretty simple. It's, it's um He's writing to specific members of the family. There's instruction. There's a little bit of context in these verses, but simple doesn't mean um, easy, does it? Uh, these these can be quite challenging. And we've been singing, you know, all morning talking about things like um, forgiving one another, and so uh, Jesus does this too. Quite simple statements that can be quite challenging. But let's view these all together, and as we go and work our way through these verses, uh, consider that this is, um, these are verses uh, uh, to be taken as a whole. I mentioned uh, one thing, uh, that um, Paul is uh, writing and addressing specific members in each family. You'll see that each of these verses, um, uh, in, in their instruction, is going to be countercultural. It's going to be uh, going against um, the culture uh, of the day or how the world, um, um, uh, what the world's perspective is on family. And we'll, and we'll see that too. And then the actual instruction itself, we'll work our way uh, through that and then come back and, um, uh, apply this to, uh, to our families and, and, uh, to Crossroads. All right. Verse 18. Um, wives submit to your husbands as is fitting uh in the lord as we go through these uh, verses i'll have the verse along the top and uh we'll make uh, and and work our way through um uh what this these verses mean i have um cross references and references uh, along the bottom Uh, i'll be uh um uh, referencing these but they're there if you want to uh to scribble them down And all this will be available uh, online uh, later this afternoon. So wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. I think the the first point um, and the first uh, thing that we come um, uh, to grips with is that this is countercultural. Again, this uh, statement, uh, although it sounds like uh, things we might have seen in culture and perhaps uh, certainly in in Paul's day, it's countercultural really against what the world uh, how the world views um, marriage and lar- that's largely because of the presence of God and Christ in um, what we think of as marriage so God has a particular design in uh, marriage we know this um, going all the way back uh, through scripture to Genesis uh, 2 um, and uh, in there um, uh, we see that God has created um, everything. He sets, he creates Adam. He has work for Adam to do. And out of this, he sees and notices that um, Adam uh, uh, needs help. And so God creates Eve, God creates uh, Eve um, to help Adam. And so we have this um, this creation of not just um, uh, people, uh, but also of the marriage relationship between um, the husband and the wife, uh, Adam and, and Eve. And uh, in, this, um, uh, in this design, uh, it's really important um, just to, uh, 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 to lay it out um, straight away. God has created Adam and Eve um, uh, equal in value. Remember that he created us in his image, and there's no less or more of an image in Adam and in Eve created equal in value their roles uh, are different um, remember that this that we're talking about the work that that god has um, uh, in mind and there is uh, a role that adam has in in leading and in conducting uh, this work and there's a role that eve has in in helping adam and so that pattern goes through uh, in marriage something else that's uh, important is that this, um, uh, this notion of marriage, uh, God's design, goes before the fall, and, and it, it gets uh, referred to constantly through scripture. And it, it's um, reflected in our relationship with Christ as a church. Um, that this is uh, such a, an important um, uh, concept and structure for God, that he's built it into who we are as believers. Um, so the wife also models uh, the church. Uh, We see this again throughout Scripture. uh, um, It's kind of uh, neat to see, even at the end of all things, in Revelation, um, we see a picture of uh, um, a uh, a reuniting of Christ and uh, the Church um, in in uh, in Revelation. So, so this is definitely countercultural. It's going against um, uh, uh, how the world views um, uh, marriage. But it's important to see that it's, it's grounded in this relationship that christ has with the church there's a um uh a counterpart uh, passage in ephesians um uh that's uh where paul gets into this a little bit more and so that's that'll be useful to uh to dive in uh, but he doesn't do that here and so we'll keep this sort of at a high level as we um navigate through uh the family um Peter, who is also, let's get to our uh, second point, um, to submit is um, to voluntarily accept or yield to the authority uh, or will of another. Um, again, it's, it's important, uh, f- actually, uh, uh, let's go back to the beginning here. Paul is writing to wives. This is a communication from God directly to, to the wife. And the encouragement here is for a voluntary um, acceptance or uh, um, a yielding to, um, to the husband. Uh, I have a reference to uh, First Peter, and so um, uh, we see that Peter uh, ins- has this instruction as well. So it's not just Paul, it's, um, it's Peter. And then we see in, in some of the um, uh, Gospels, Jesus also makes connections um, all the way back to, uh, to Adam and Eve. And so, what is this? Um, what is this not? I think, uh, uh, especially uh, today, whether it's in um, culture or in the church, it's important to um, to recognize what this uh, what this isn't. Uh, this isn't blind obedience. In fact, um, how uh, the, the wording that's used here is not is simply not uh, obey. So this is not a blind obedience uh, for a number of um, uh, reasons. One is this relationship that. God has in mind for the husband and wife, um, it's, it's going to be different as we see from other relationships in, in the family. And secondly, as um, uh, married couples, um, uh, both of whom are, are, um, uh, may or may not be uh, believing, were definitely fallen, and so the husband is um, uh, a person who is a, a sinner and uh, may not be um, uh, aligned with the will of God. So this is not uh, going to be blind uh, obedience. But it is deeply connected to the husband's loving, um, loving role. Um, so we'll work through uh, the next um, uh, verse as well. Uh, 19. Uh, husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Again, 19. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. So now Paul turns... Um, Quite abruptly, wives to to husbands. We have the same um, uh, uh, references here, and so there's a connection to uh, to husbands in these uh, references as well. First uh, note is that this is, again, countercultural. And uh, let's let that sink in for for a moment, uh, especially in um, Paul's day and in today. Uh, much of um, the family life here in uh, America, uh, or maybe maybe less so in America, but around the world is uh, quite um, uh, out of balance I, I would say so it 's countercultural, um, but it 's countercultural because it follows again god 's design in marriage. The husband models Christ. Remember that in the world, there is no connection. Of the family, to God in Christ, and here it 's really important to remember that we that we have one in this case to love is to uh, sacrifice this is the um, agape love that you uh, may have heard of uh, before um, love your wife, um, give yourself sacrificially in the interest of the other we were we 've been celebrating um, Um, we've been celebrating uh, christ all morning and what is christ to us christ is the head of the church and uh, we have this uh, earlier in um, in chapter two christ is the head of the church and he represents um, uh, uh, god's will to us and is leading um, his church in god's work in the world and what work what work is that it's the work of building up the kingdom and of uh, spreading the gospel, um, and what did Christ do in his leadership uh, over the church? Um, well the most important thing he did was that he died for us, uh, didn't he? So he gave himself sacrificially and he um, uh, in that in that sense of love. Uh, what is this not? I think um, it's uh, uh, it's really it it has been a struggle and it is a struggle for us to uh, kind of uh, move away from verse 18 or to read in various things into verses 18 and 19 Um, but one thing that's important here and in ephesians and in first peter and other places uh, it's it's kind of remarkable Um, there's no command to assert authority did you catch that it's not like uh, wives submit to your husbands husbands take charge and this might be something that we find um, uh, in, even in um, Christian literature today. Now, I'm not saying that um, we need to do away with authority because we have this God's uh, design in marriage. But the emphasis that um, Paul is making here that God has uh, for uh, you husbands is to love your wife. And uh, to not be uh, harsh with them, um, the the uh, sense here to do not be harsh with them is the sense of um, bitterness and it's it's a pretty it's a harsh it's a harsh term um, this might bring to mind uh, especially husbands um, and i think I think you know this is the Lord's leading in, in my life, and I'm sure as they're sitting there uh, now, um, how easy is it for us as husbands to embitter our marriage relationships? It, it doesn't take much, does it? Um, you know, I, uh, um, it's a, it's a uh, uh, disconnected sort of analogy, but I think it, it works here especially because I, I gravitate this way. Um, uh, Elizabeth, Sharon and I are, are really into cooking and food and, and um, I think you, many of you guys know this, um, how, how important it is to balance um, whatever we cook or prepare. Um, how easy is it um, to, to spoil something, especially on the bitter side? Um, it's really easy. And and we need to come to grips with this simple but challenging um, uh, instruction from the Lord. Uh, It's important to kind of navigate um, the two extremes here. Uh, Obviously, this is uh, pointing towards um, uh, uh, an extreme where uh, we as husbands um, are not loving our wives and um, are are, um, being harsh with them. Um, there's this there's another um, extreme that i'll that i'll mention here it's it's not um, in the scripture but i think it's important especially in our day and age and that is the um, and that is the extreme of uh, lack of um, authority or leadership remember that god has um, work to do for us started with adam and it goes through church history, and then the church today, and in our families. There, there is stuff that God wants us to do, you to do as husbands, and if and, and there is a way in which we can ignore that in our marriages, um, in in the in this false sense that we're loving our our wives. So uh, let's be careful with that. Abrupt uh, changes. Um, Verse uh, 20, children, I'm going to stop there. Uh, I see kids uh, in the audience, and, um, and try not to look at the rest of the verse. But um, so this is, um, this is Paul in the Bible writing um, to you. It's pretty remarkable, isn't it? So if you think about this, and this is God's word, and, and we um, uh, enjoy it as God's communication to us. God is writing to you, kids, directly. Um, so this is pretty cool. And but then also, let's let's pay attention. Um, again, simple, but it's but it's challenging. Obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. I think uh, kids have gotten your attention. I hope I don't. I haven't lost it uh, by now. Um, but the first thing I'll say, and, and this is important, um, kids, is. That this is countercultural also. And it follows God's design for the family. Uh, again, I've said this multiple times now. Um, there is a there's a structure that God has put in place in marriage and in the family. And God and Jesus want to be a part of our families. That goes against everything that the world has in mind for um, for the family. In this case, um, in this case, the, the child models uh, uh, Christ. Um, what is uh, uh, what does it mean to to obey? It means to follow, uh, to receive instruction, and to follow instruction. Um, order and discipline there's a lot going on here uh, so and and again this is simple but it might be challenging to to think about how this all works out so we'll use a couple of a uh, um, couple of examples um, in, in in a moment uh, what, what is this not it's not blind obedience uh, parents i hope you're not checking out at this point um, it 's not blind obedience uh, part, partly for the same uh, for the same reason parents you know aren 't perfect um, and uh, there may be um, a misalignment with the will of God and it 's deeply connected to the parents' um, uh, role in in your lives. There are um, uh, some uh, references here i'd like to turn to um, to luke chapter two and while i'm turning there um this is this sort of instruction shows up all through scripture Uh, we see this as one of the ten commandments Um, uh, in exodus uh, for example honor your father and mother for this pleases the lord Um, there is a uh, um, uh, a reason that this pleases the lord it's because of god's design for the family but then also uh, uh, how that honors um, God, and then some examples in the proverbs uh, twenty three and and uh, one again pointing to uh, t- pointing to us and how um, the kids and how uh, uh, we're to receive and obey our parents. but I wanted to, to turn to uh, to Luke two um, it, it's kind of fun I, I mentioned and this is not just casual that God is writing um, to Two kids here in Colossians, and he cares about about kids. Um, and when I when I say that the child models Christ, um, there's a there's a real example in Scripture. In in Luke chapter two, towards the end, um, this is Jesus as a boy. So we we have Jesus as uh, our model. He goes all the way back to to childhood, and he goes and verse uh, fifty one, he goes down. Um, to nazareth and was submissive to them and his mother treasured up all these things in her heart and jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with god and man so jesus was a kid he obeyed his uh, his parents and um god honored that and he grew uh, uh in wisdom and he grew to become uh, the man that we know him as and what did uh, jesus do as um, as an adult oh well, he died on the cross for us didn't he he was obedient um, uh, and we, we, we sung and talked about this this morning he was obedient to death death on the cross just imagine that um, uh, uh, Christ and his being obedient on the cross there and how, that, that, um, how what fed into that was decades of his relationship to his parents You know, we, I don't think we can really uh, understand or appreciate um, what Christ went through in his will not being God's. Uh, well, maybe we do understand that. Um, but I think, I think he had to live this out in some really horrific way. Um, but he was obedient. And um, I think what gave him that strength partially was um, uh, the, the, um, was his experience. So, kids, it's important um, to uh, to obey your parents, not just because it's uh, your parents, but because um, uh, you'll uh, experience and learn and gain what it means to follow authority and then to follow God um, later on. I mentioned uh, before that God has uh, so much work uh, in store for us to do, and um, what that requires is us to follow him and um, your experience in following him will come with um, with how you respect authority. Okay, next uh, verse. 21. Uh, fathers, um, and this we can extend to, to parents as well. Um, th- th- we see this in other parts of scripture. Um, parents, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. I mentioned that this is, uh, again, um, thank you, uh, are expecting this by now. This is countercultural, and it follows God's design for uh, the family. I keep alluding to the presence of God in Christ, and this is going to play um, uh, hugely in in um, our role as parents. And it's interesting what the uh, instruction is: do not uh, uh, do not provoke your children. To not provoke is to not exasperate and to not aggravate Um, I have some um, uh, references here the same ones in in Ephesians and then also some examples in the Psalms and Proverbs on um, uh, being compassionate and to to love uh, our kids Uh, what is this not Um, it's kind of interesting also there's no command here to assert authority Again, this is not um, kids obey your parents, and then parents take charge and and um, uh, uh, take a, be, be that authority. He doesn't say that. Instead, he he writes, "Do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged." So why does he say that? You know, parents, uh, you know, we're called on to have this nurturing um, uh, relationship with our kids. Um, in Giving them instruction and in giving them um, uh, order and discipline, I think there's a, uh, an extreme here. Again, uh, two extremes uh, that we're talking about. There's a way in which we can discourage our kids, isn't there? Um, this actually has a similar connotation of embitter. What does it mean to discourage or or embitter uh, our kids? Well, what it, what, it, uh, what it connotes or what it points towards is um, kids, if they get to a point where it's just too hard to obey your parents. There, there's a way in which, as parents, we can be overbearing, isn't it, uh, in a way that just embitters um, our relationship with our kids. You know, that, that um, food analogy comes in, uh, again, it's really easy to do that. It's easy to do that as husbands with our wives. It's easy to do that as parents, um, isn't it? It doesn't take too much to uh, um, to push our kids away. There's uh, the other extreme that we need to, um, to consider as well. And, uh, of course, that's the extreme where uh, there is no discipline or order or um, uh, authority in our family lives. And I, I would just encourage... Uh, you all to, as parents, to consider um, w- what it means to to parent our kids I, I, I have here that our parents uh, parents model um, God, and in relationships that we have with our families and in, in nurturing our kids, what are we doing in raising our kids we 're raising them um, not just to be functional members of society we 're raising them um, to embrace and to appreciate and to understand what it means to have a God out there and to have a God who wants a relationship with us. God is a God um, of order and we know that in his relationship with us um, there is discipline, there is order, and there is instruction. And as we raise our kids there's a way in which we can raise our kids where they appreciate okay this is um, this is what it means to follow authority. I, I, I can do that. I can, I can figure out what, who, who God is. There's a way in which we can parent that steers kids away from that, where kids um, uh, run into um, discipline or authority uh, perhaps for the first time, and they may not appreciate that, and then uh, turn away from God. So fathers uh, do not provoke your children lest they become um, discouraged at this point uh, let's move into um, application and then uh, to come back to uh, to this picture that we saw um, before remember I uh, I've invited us to consider these verses um, as a whole and um, again quite simple Uh, he's writing to specific members of the family to the household and then um, and then uh, he does this in a quite uh, um, abrupt way it's meant to be considered together and first of all, if uh, you haven 't appreciated this yet, uh, the family is uh, the Christian family is countercultural it 's meant to reflect Christ and follow god 's design for uh, for us so consider your your families consider these uh, This passage and how um, and how we as families reflect uh, reflect Christ this is applied individually and uh, together Um, again God is is communicating directly to uh, to you as wives or husbands or uh, children or parents and as individuals um, if you consider yourselves um, new in Christ and that, that you are a, a Christ follower, a Christian, um, then there's, there's an element here that, that we need to uh, uh, engage God with. If, if, and, and you can imagine, uh, wives, if you, if you see this as difficult in, in submitting to your husbands, um, t- uh, this is something for you to take to God. Husbands, if you have difficulty loving your wives, you need to wrestle with this and, and take this to God. Uh, kids, if you struggle in, in obeying your parents, um, God is inviting you to consider this verse and to engage with Him too. And then parents, um, if it is difficult for you to um, uh, um, if it's difficult for you to, to be parents and there's bitterness in your families. We'll take that to God too. This is also meant to be applied uh, together, and I think this is uh, something that um, uh, I think God is placing before us in working through Colossians. Um, many of you uh, do find yourselves um, in marriages, uh, in families, as wives or husbands or kids or parents. Um, I invite you to um, have a, a um, just a heart-to-heart conversation with your spouse, or in your families? Um, and the questions are kind of natural, aren't they? Um, yeah, as a husband, do I, um, am I making uh, um, us bitter with each other? Uh, kids, as, as, a, as a dad, am I um, uh, making our families um, uh, bitter where, where, and, and discouraging? Um, these are conversations we need to have in our, in our homes. And then uh, finally, um, to, to bring this back out, uh, uh, it's so important that our families are connected to um, to who we are as God's people. Uh, God is at work uh, through us to sanctify us and to advance the gospel. The roles that we have in our families, um, God has has uh, given us to sanctify us. Um, yes, we we do grow in our walk with god through um, the roles that we have in family um, there's also uh, a connection that we have in the church as well um so first of all uh god has placed such a a connection of the family and of marriages to god and christ and the church um there's uh, uh, when we talk about things like um Uh, One of the the building blocks of society or of the church is the family. This is where it comes from. Um, There's a a deep connection and a a picture that points back to God in the family. And the the church is meant to to interact and and to to grow with that in mind. So as families, we take this um, uh, out into the church as well. I have a uh the same picture uh, as before and um i hope you see now maybe more of a dimension of of um, how this picture is is us i mean you can look around and we're here as a church body on sunday mornings and we're in small groups and we're in uh, ministry with each other uh, we're also in families now and as families we um uh can encourage each other to walk with with god If uh, uh, you find yourselves um, uh, single or uh, families uh, uh, outside of other families, uh, we have a ministry to each other too, and we can help each other wrestle with um, what we have in scripture like this. So uh, I started with the sense that in um, Colossians, we're sort of looking inward uh, through who we are as Christians and believers into um, how we interact with with each other and this is going to be moving um, i think back out where uh, who we are and who we are as families has an impact on on the gospel as well and on on kingdom growth god has work um, god has work for us to do and uh, it's uh, important for us to be looking outward as we do that so let's uh let's pray and, and close Heavenly Father, uh, Lord, we come before you. And um, uh, we just uh, thank you, Father. Um, this is a, a passage that, that um, uh, admittedly, uh, I was reluctant to get into. Uh, but this is your word. And, uh, Father, it's just uh, wonderful um, uh, for me to have gone through this, um, to see what you have um, designed into um, uh, the marriage and into the family and we pray that you would lead us uh, lord to uh, consider this in in our lives in the roles that we have in our families um, we pray that you would encourage us to think about families um, uh, around us in the church and how we can help each other out father we pray that in all this you would be um, glorified that your kingdom would grow and that your gospel would move forth um, because of um Uh, our families and how we uh, reflect you we thank you father and uh, pray this in your son's name